Hi, this is Suzanne Williams with Essential Oils, Health Matters, and Living the Wholesome Life. Welcome to our Good Vibrations podcast about essential oils, positive affirmations, music therapy, and all things wholesome. We hope you will find this a positive place to come and relax as together we explore ideas that can help create good vibrations. Hey, this is Suzanne Williams with Essential Oils, Health Matters, and Living the Wholesome Life. And this is week eight, day one of our positive, peaceful growth um, calendar journey where we are going through Dr. Susan Lawton's book um, on a Monday through Friday basis. And we are doing a different positive affirmation every single day for us to think about through the day and for us to try to develop those qualities. And we're kind of going through this really, really fast. So if you come across an a, um, a affirmation or a character that you want to just kind of stick on for a few days, stick on for the week, stick on for the month, stick on for the year, you are welcome, welcome to do that because we are kind of going through it really fast. So I just want to show you what it looks like. It looks like this. And again, it's by Dr. Susan Lawton. It's her positive, peaceful growth calendar. And you can get it from Oil Life or My Oil Tools. Okay, so the affirmation. And if you've been following us, you know that we do an affirmation that we think about for the whole entire week. And we do a daily affirmation. Well, the affirmation for the week I'm super excited about. It is, I am thriving in all I think, do, and say. And I love, love, love that because I completely think that as children of God, um, I believe that God was our creator and the father, the actual father of every one of our spirits here on earth. And so he doesn't want us to just survive. And he definitely doesn't want us to, to let life um, destroy us. He doesn't want us. He is all powerful. He is there. I mean, he doesn't want us to do that. He is all powerful and he is there to help us in any way we need to be helped. So, and he wants us to thrive. Like, I feel like he made this world to be an abundant world. Look at all the different kinds of butterflies. Like, did God really need to do that? Did he really need to make hundreds or more? I don't even know. I'm not a butterfly expert, but did he need to make hundreds of different butterflies for us? I don't think so. Did he need to make all the different kinds of fruits and vegetables and trees to make us happy and the constantly changing weather that um, gives us something new to think about and talk about and experience every day? He didn't need to do that. He made the, but he did that because he loves us. Like he loves us. He loves me and he loves you. So he wants us to thrive. And so I really want us to think about that thriving, thriving in all I think, do, and say. Are there areas in your life that you feel like are super thriving? Congratulate yourselves, you know, maybe journal about them and, and then think, how did I get those areas of my life to be thriving? 
And oppositely, are there areas in your life that you think, you know what, I'm experiencing a drought here, whether it's financially or um, maybe in some emotional, in some relationships, maybe it's experiencing a drought when it comes to creativity, right? Whatever it is that you, as you examine your life and you feel like, hey, I'm kind of experiencing a drought here, but I'm thriving over there. Or I'm experiencing a drought now, but I used to be thriving. Let's see what we did to to help ourselves thrive and let's do it. I do think that life runs on principles. And when we obey the different principle, we get the blessing that the obedience to that principle gives us. And um, that's a scripture in the Doctrine and Covenants, actually, which is one of the um, scriptures of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Anyway, basically, it says, Cale, can you look that up for me really, really quick? What? The scripture that talks about on every single, um, every single blessing is predicated on obedience to a certain law. Anyway, we will post it in the comments. I think he's on to other things right now. But um, I just know that life functions on principles. And if we'll be the principal, eventually, sooner or later, we will get the blessing for that obedience. Okay, so um, this week we're examining where we're thriving, where we're not thriving, and we are going to do what we can to start the thriving. Okay, and then the affirmation for this, for today is, I am thinking only positive thoughts. And I kind of had to examine that just a little bit. Like, um, let's say that you go into, you know, your child's bedroom and it is a complete disaster. It looks like that, um, like a tornado just kind of hit it and knocked all the clothes and the books and the toys all over, right? So, I don't want you to sit there and no one, no one wants you to sit there and lie to yourself. No one wants to sit you to sit there and lie to yourself and say, I love how clean this room is. Or this room is so clean. Like when you know it's the opposite. So, but what, what I think that this one means on I'm thinking only positive thoughts is, yep, the room's dirty. Mm-hmm. And... I know what to do to make a difference. And um, if it's your child's rooms, you know what you can do to make a difference. You can have your child go in there, um, encourage your child to clean their room, give the child a reward for cleaning the room, um, go in the room and put on some of your favorite music, go in, like I often go into my children's room and um, just read a book while they are cleaning. That way I kind of make sure that they are cleaning, and I know that that's not the very best option. The best option is to say, hey, go clean your room. They go in the room, and they clean it. Um, but I've noticed that sometimes just my presence in the room helps them to get their chores done, and so sometimes I do that. Anyway, so I don't want you to be lying to yourself. I want you to be a positive, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, when you're thinking positive thoughts, um, you guys are going to be saying this. I know you guys are just naming the word right now in my video for me. But um, I want you to be thinking the positive thoughts, but I want you to be a realist as well. So you're not going to be a pessimist. What's the opposite of pessimist? Oh my gracious, I'm having like this big old brain thing where I can't even think. An optimist. Okay, so I don't want you to be a pessimist thinking oh, life is bad and it's always going to stay bad and we can't do anything about it. 
I want you to be an optimistic realist or a realistic optimist, whichever one you want to. Um, maybe I want you to be a realistic optimist. Anyway, whatever you want to do. But um, I'm going to try to be the type of person who says, here's the real situation that's going on right now. And I know that I can affect positive change. I know I can. I know I can. I Even in, in situations that you think are un- unchangeable, we still have the option to have, be patient. We still have the option to be loving and kind. We still have the option to pray. And pray is, prayer is powerful. God is all powerful and in his timing and in his wisdom, he will help change things. So, um, thinking only positive thoughts, make sure you're looking at reality. You gotta look at reality so you know how to how to lift it to the next level, right? Okay, so that's the affirmation for today. I am thinking only positive thoughts. And with that, remember, you're gonna be a realistic optimist or a optimistic realist, whichever one you seem to connect with most. Okay, so you know that we always have a song that we are concentrating on for the entire week. And so the the affirmation for the week is, I am thriving in all I do, think, do, and say. And so we are going to be um, concentrating on songs that um, help us think about thriving. Now the song that... Michael Jack, okay, the song that Susan, Dr. Susan Lawton recommends is Got to Be There by Michael Jackson. And I listened to it this morning because I was just not um, um, familiar at all with the song. And it was an okay song. So if your heart connects with that and that's the thing that makes you want to thrive, like not just, not just exist, not just not be destroyed, but actually thrive and grow a Abundantly. If that's the song that does it for you, play it. Definitely play it over and over again all week long and, and have fun connecting to that song. As I was looking at that song, I'm like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe there would be a better song for me. And so I just typed in songs, um, I don't know, maybe Thrive and Songs with Thrive in it or something like that. And I came across this website that actually is like a lyric website where you can you can type in the um, the word for any lyric that you want in the song, and it will pull up all the songs with that lyric in it. And so I typed in Thrive there, and I came up with three super fun songs that I really connected with. I'm going to save my favorite connection song for the last one. But the first one is Blue Room. I had never really heard it before either. And it's sung by either Bing Crosby or the Supremes. And I'm sure that there's a lot of other people who have sang it as well. But it's a super fun song about a husband and a wife that are just going to thrive on romance. So it's a kind of fun song. The other song that I really liked too was A Kiss to Build a Dream On. And that con- the concept of that song, and it's sung by, um, oh my goodness, so many crooners from the 1940s. Um, but also it's super popular again with Michael Bolton singing the song. So you can, I'll try to post those songs in the lyrics, but sometimes I don't get back to posting what I say that I'm going to try to post. So if I don't get back to it, you look it up yourself because it's a super fun 
song. And it basically, the concept of the song is give me just a little bit of evidence um, or of encouragement and I will go the distance, right? Just give me a little bit and I will put the work in, I will put the effort in and we're going to get there. So I really, really like that song. And then, um, but, but my favorite song is actually called Thrive. And it's by a group called Casting Crowns. Again, a group that I'm not super familiar with, though, with, but I have some, heard some of their songs before. And it talks about a, kind, of, kind of what I have talked about, how we were not just put, where we, were, we weren't put on this earth to be destroyed by life or by anyone. Uh-uh. That is not the reason we were put here on earth. We were, and we weren't put here to survive, and we weren't put here to simply grow. We were put here on earth to thrive and to let our light shine and to make a difference. And it definitely is a, is a religious song, mentioning God and, and how his help with his help and his spirit um, and his connection and his inspiration we can thrive. And that was the one that I really connected to the most. So I'm going to be listening to this week, Thrive by Casting Crowns. Okay. So um, going back to thriving and how you can't just, um, you can't just say something or think something to thrive. You actually have to do something. And so um, it, it does start with a thought. It does start with a thought, I can thrive. Or I even, I want to thrive. I want to see if I can thrive, right? It starts with a thought. It starts with a hope. It starts with a, a mental picture of where you want to go. Um, but you can't just say, oh, today I'm going to live, win the lottery, and that's going to help me thrive financially. Like, I don't care how many times you say that to yourself and how positively you think that's going to happen. Chances are. I, I heard the other day that you have a greater chance of being struck by lightning than winning the lottery. So if that's your financial plan, you might want to come up with a different financial plan. Just saying, I want the best for you and I don't want you to have the, the odds of, I don't want your odds of success to be the same odds that you would have to be struck by lightning. Um, so um, as you're trying to make your game plans of what you, what the areas that you want to thrive in, um, make sure that you include work in that game plan. Thomas S. Monson was one of my, and he was, is one of my heroes, and he was a past prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he had a favorite saying that was, and he probably had many favorite sayings because he was just really, a, he was a master at literature and poetry. He was amazing that way. But anyway, one of his favorite sayings was, work will win when wishy-washy wishing won't. I love that. So I'm going to repeat that again. Work will win when wishy-washy wishing won't. Okay? So when you think about how you want to thrive, don't just think about it. Do something to take a step, take a baby step, take a giant step, you know, run whatever you have the energy to do and the time to do today, but take a step in that direction with some type of work because work is our best friend. Well, besides God, and, and there's probably, a, you know, several of our best friends, but God being the best one and work being a super close runner up, work gets us what we want in life a lot of times. Okay, so now I want to tell you a story. So there was, and I just listened to this 
this morning and I'm gonna post it to my other channel but I might put a link to my other channel here and my other channel is called live in the wholesome life where we put a lot of positive things on there too anyway so here's the story there was this guy and he he I guess he was in the Navy he was on some type of carrier boat and um or some type of boat anyway guys on some type of boat and a cyclone comes up so which is a huge storm and it's just buffeting the ship and the guy the the boat didn't have an official um chaplain which makes me again think it was a military but the boat didn't have an official chaplain and so the the captain of the boat um saw that this one particular person was super respect respected by most of the rest of the people on the boat and so and very religious. And so he made him the unofficial chaplain of the boat. Well, so the now back to the storm. So now the boat is in this big old storm and the, the captain knocks on this guy's door and he says, will you please pray for our ship? Because we're in the middle of the storm. And so um, the person giving this talk basically said that the guy could have said, Oh, you know, just offered like a super simple prayer and could have said, Oh, Heavenly Father, we're in the middle of this storm. Will you please protect us um, through this storm and please help the boat be safe? And then he could have, you know, closed the prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, amen, and then gone to sleep, right? Thinking the positive thoughts here, connecting with God. He could have prayed and, and thought that his duty was done and gone to sleep. But... That's not what he did. He listened after he prayed. And he got the idea that he should go up to the captain and see what if, if there was anything he could do to help. And so he went up to the captain and he's like, what's the situation? And the captain said, um, I might be telling the story wrong, so I'm going to put the link here, hopefully, in the bottom. But the captain basically said, one of we're in the middle of the storm and one of our engines has is has died or something like that anyway and so um so he went back down and he prayed again that that's again a, you know we have a engine that looks like it's not working right and you know please help us that engine work right and us get through the storm but then again, at the end of his prayer, he said, please help me know if there's something that I can do. Please help me know if there's something I can do. So he he finishes his prayer. And again, he doesn't think his duty is done. He listens. He listens at the end of the prayer. And then so he basically... Um, so he basically gets the idea that he needs to go and walk around the ship, like the, the outer deck of the ship, and see what's really going on. So he asks the captain for permission to go do this in the middle of this cyclone. And the captain says, okay. So the guy is tethered to like a lifeline as he's walking around the, the deck of the ship. And what he sees is that one of the engines isn't really working and one of the engines is just racing, just just completely racing, right? And so he goes back in and he prays about it. Then he goes to the captain and he says, this is the situation and this is what my recommendation is. He goes, one of the engines isn't working. One of the engines is just completely racing. I feel like 
you need to slow down and take the, the workload off of this other engine. And that's my recommendation to you. And the captain said, well, you know what? This other officer, you know, whose job it was to say how fast you go, whatever, basically said, I feel like we need to put full steam on to try to outrun the cyclone. He goes, but I'm going to go with your recommendation and I'm going to cut our speed and I'm going to take the workload off of that engine that's totally, totally spinning and and I'm going to go with your recommendation. So basically what happens is because of the captain cutting the speed, the engine with having the, the one of the engines then just completely stops and the, um, the engine that was racing was able to pull in to the dock safely. So I love the guy's takeaway in this speech and I'm gonna give you his takeaways because I th think it's really, really good. The first takeaway is that when we're praying, we shouldn't just pray and leave it all to God. We should, we, if, we, if we want the best results, we should pray and say, okay, Heavenly Father, this is the issue. This is the issue that I'm seeing, you know, being the realist here, this is the issue that I'm seeing. And then here comes the optimistic part, right? How can I help? What can I personally do to help with the situation that I'm seeing is not good, okay? Um, and then what the other person who was given this other talk says is he said that the guy obviously had prayed before and the guy obviously knew how to receive revelation, what, what God's voice sounded like when it talked to him. And so he said, don't wait. You can't wait till you're in the middle of a storm to start connecting with God. You can't wait till you're in the, in the middle of a storm to set your life right and be clean and repent and be clean. You can't wait till you're in the middle of the storm. Not saying that God doesn't help people out in the middle of storms. He does that all the time. But it's better if we are clean before this storm hits. If we know how to, what it sounds like, when it feels like when God is talking to us, that we know what it feels like to receive revelation. So when the storms hit and it's down to the life and death situations, we know what to do. So as you're thinking about thriving and you're thinking about working to thrive, also think on about setting your life right, repenting, become clean, coming clean, becoming clean and connecting more with God because as we're more connected with God, it will help us thrive. Okay, so you know that with each weekly affirmation, we also did, did, do a diffuser blend. And the diffuser blend, and the diffuser blend for this week is two drops of eucalyptus, which is the oil of wellness. I love that. We want to be well. We want to know that we can make a difference. And we need to be well to do that. Well, maybe we don't need to be well. I think that people, sick people can make a difference too. But it helps. 
it makes it easier for a while. So anyway, we're, we're diffusing two drops of eucalyptus, which is the oil of wellness, two drops of juniper berry, which is the oil of the night or the unknown, and two drops of Douglas fir, which is the oil of generational wisdom. Now, on, if you want to know a little bit more about eucalyptus and Douglas fir and um, the juniper berry, be sure and tune in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because we're going to be going in depth on, on those days. We're going to be going in depth on each of the those oils that we're diffusing and showing what they talking about, what they do for us emotionally. And then on Friday, we're going to be going in depth on what they do for us um, physically. So definitely tune in if you want to learn more about the eucalyptus, juniper berry, and Douglas fir. And tune in because the rest of this week, we are going to have another affirmation that is going to go along with thriving, which is our affirmation for this week. Okay, so just a reminder for what we're doing this week. We are going to be thriving in all that we think, do, and say. We are going to be thinking positive thoughts only, which means that we positively know that we can make a difference in any situation. And um, we are going to be listening to whatever your favorite song is on Thriving. If you want to go with Dr. Susan Lawton's song, song, it's Michael Jackson's Got to Be There. If you want to go with my favorite song, it's, it is um, Thrive by Casting Crowns. And then we are going to be diffusing the two drops, eucalyptus, juniper berry, and Douglas fir. Okay. I think we have an amazing week set out before us, and I can't wait to hear how you are thriving. I know we're all going to thrive. I know we have that power in us. Okay, this is Suzanne Williams with Essential Oils, Health Matters, and Living the Wholesome Life, and we know that you can make it an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. We love and appreciate you. If you've heard some ideas that will add value to your life, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and be sure to subscribe or follow this podcast so you don't miss an episode. And lastly, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you.